Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang and Ryan's thermometer, which uh, <laughs> we've solved the mystery in the studio at 17 degrees. Uh, very nifty device there. But we're going to take a look at moving headlines that uh, could potentially, you know, make investors pay more attention to today. Yeah, I'm looking at other numbers today besides 17 degrees. <laughs> and you have PepsiCo's earnings on the table. Have you been snacking these days a bit more? Because maybe it's a bit colder. Um, uh, to be honest, no. Actually, come to think of it, I haven't really been snacking a lot. I mean, the last round where I was really snacking was the Mooncake mm. Festival. All right, so you may be bucking the trend because it looks like many other people have been snacking and ah. drinking soda because the earnings for PepsiCo are reflecting that people are spending on these snacks. So that's a good sign as far as some form of an inflation indicator or potential Mm. recession indicator, right? It is a, I guess, good curtain raiser for the earnings season that you have uh, PepsiCo being able to pass on some of these higher costs. So they are saying that they are looking at revenue up by 9% from a year Mm. earlier Mm. and profit expanded by more than 20%. 20%. So this is the owner of Doritos, Gatorade, Mountain Dew, and yeah. many more snacks. So looking at earnings per share, it came in at $1.97 versus the expected reading of $1.84. Mm. Uh, revenue also beat expectations around $22 billion versus expectations of just under $21 billion. So PepsiCo is quite optimistic about its outlook and it has Height is forecast for this year. Wow. And this is off the back of those higher prices. And it's worth noting, some markets actually saw declines in volume. But because of those higher prices, revenue was up. So that is worth noting that people are willing to spend more. And this is a good sign for businesses who may be thinking about passing on some of those higher input costs. Mm, mm. So that's one to watch out for when we look at the earnings season unfold. Quite interesting eh, that they've uh, raised their forecast, especially in the back of uh, the past few weeks where some companies were lowering their forecast. But again, those companies are unlike PepsiCo, who is more Mm. food beverage related, right? There's another trend that seems to be playing out and PepsiCo is recognizing that people may be feeling more pressure when it comes to their purse strings and they are thinking about cutting down on their snack sizes. So the packets could become smaller and I guess the quantum that you might fork out for a snack might be, I guess, uh, more pocket size. So that could entice more people to splash a loose change, for example, Mm. on another snack. Mm, That's one way of putting it. Although I I do wonder why no one ever says, oh yeah, people are spending more money on snacks because they're stress eating more. (laughs) That could be it as well. (laughs) Hey, uh, let's turn our attention to currency. Now, you flagged the yen falling to a 24-year low. What's the story? Yeah, here? here is someone who's really stressed. Bank of Japan Governor Haruko Karuda. Mm. So the Japanese yen falling to a fresh 24-year low. He has come out to say that he's vowing to keep monetary policy loose. And this is pretty much bucking the trend with what's playing out elsewhere as central banks try to keep pace with the US, US Federal Reserve. This is, of course, to help support the Japanese economy's recovery. Um, now, it's fallen to a 24-year low to 146.86 per dollar. This is other comments that it will be keeping its monetary policy loose. And it is now prompting speculation that it might see the BOJ intervene in the markets again, which is which was what it did pretty much last month when mm-hmm. we saw 
the yen weaken to levels that the BOJ felt would be too detrimental to the wider economy. Because bear in mind, uh, yen that's too weak also means higher input costs for many of these companies which import things in US dollars and get materials from overseas. Mm. Uh, looking ahead, of course, uh, we're looking out for the US core inflation that's expected to return to a 40-year high. Uh, and yet another indicator of how far uh, the Fed is going to push as far as rate hikes are concerned, give you a bit of a gauge on consumer spending as well. Uh, but, you know, we've been talking about spending and this is just a bizarre story, Ryan. Elon Musk, uh, your favorite guy, is promoting a new perfume. So if you've got a cash to splash, <laughs> this could be something you could be putting on your Christmas list. He has launched a scent called Burnt Hair. <laughs> would you want to smell like that? Because why would I want to smell like burnt hair? He put it out for sale for $100 per unit and already 10,000 bottles have been sold. What? Can you imagine turning up for a date? How do I'm you like not actually scent? sure what burnt hair smells the like. Scent but burnt hair. You, you're not sure? <laughs> okay, let me borrow a, a lighter and I'll refresh your memory. <laughs> but he did point out, no, his last name is Elon Musk. So why not launch a perfume? Musk. Okay, Ryan. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.